Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. September 7th, 2016, and welcome to episode number 17 of the WCW Radio Network's Entertainment Review Show, WCWS Outside the Ropes. And of course, Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you this evening. And of course, we've got run through all the entertainment uh, headlines uh, uh, <clears throat> and also what's trending on, plus what's trending on Facebook uh, and uh, much, much more here. Of course, I'll be going in a little bit solo here this evening. Uh, normally, uh, my partner, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, will be with me, but tonight, due to some uh, prior obligations, he will not be able to be joining us here tonight. However, uh, we will, like I said, kind of fill in that, fill in that, um, that gap, <clears throat> um, of course, that, that, from, uh, from, his, uh, from his not being here this evening. Of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be giving you all the latest here, 10 news here coming up. From, uh, from uh, different sources, of course, including the uh, Four Leather Mania, who are friends of the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. As I also said before, we also will be uh, running down what is trending on Facebook. Uh, of course, a lot of our Four Leather Mania stories will be coming through our, our WWS Entertainment page, WWS Entertainment Cavalcade. And you can catch that <clears throat> if you ever want to look in on what we have going on at, in the Cavalcade. You can always check out that page at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWUS Entertainment. And if you want to chime in on anything that we have to talk about here tonight here on Outside the Ropes, please feel free to give us a call right here on episode number 17. is 1-724-444-7444. Call ID is 141-387-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything Fill out anything that uh, you wish for us to, to just, uh, bring out here to the public. We'll, we'll definitely br- uh, bring it out there, and we'll definitely talk about it here, <clears throat> as J.D. says, in more ways than one. 
So we'll go ahead and not waste any time and go ahead and dive right on in here to our <clears throat> our entertainment um, our entertainment segment here tonight. Of course, there's some of the top some of the stories coming up here. Uh, Stephen and Matt, we're going back here uh, from uh, this past Sunday. Of course, as now we have uh, courtesy of Four Eleven Mania, our Four Eleven uh, the Four Eleven Mania box office report. Uh, and of course, some of your uh, 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 some of your uh, like I said movies have been out here for quite some time here. Uh, you know, um, it, uh, it it it. Uh, Quite interesting here to, to see that two movies that have been out here for quite some time uh, are still holding strong here. Uh, of course, uh, and we'll get and we'll go ahead and dive right into this. And this is coming courtesy of uh, Jeremy Thomas here, Four Eleven Mania. Like I said, friends of the Iceman, Jerry Duvalmo, and of course now friends of WWUS, we should say. Labor Day is generally a time of lackluster new releases, and this year was no different as two new entries fell flat, while holdovers did very well. Sitting at number one for the second week was, was Screen Gems Don't Breathe, which racked up $15.7 million for the three-day weekend. That is a drop of just, of just 41%, which is exceptional for a horror film. Michael Ferris and the other breakout horror hit of the summer in Lights Out dropped 51%. Don't Breathe was strongly bullied out, bullied not only by the good word of mouth and positive reviews, but by the lack of realistic competition and, of course, we'll get more, be more in that, little story, that story here a little bit later on. The film now has $51.1 million domestically and $59.7 million worldwide as of Sunday. It should hit $54.8 million by the end of the day. Monday, <clears throat> of course, so this past Monday, which means it will have top director Fetty Alvarez's debut film, Evil Dead, which was $54.2 million domestically in just 11 days. At this point, it's looking extremely lucky to top $75 million and could easily make it past $80 million as well. The budget was just $9.9 million on this film, making, it, making this a huge hit. Coming at number two for a second week in a row was Suicide Squad, which brought in $10 million for the three-day weekend. That is an exceptional hold of 18%, well above the fifth weekend holds of Batman versus Superman, which is 39%, Captain America Civil War, 49%, Deadpool, 35%, and X-Men Apocalypse, 53%. In fact, despite its hefty early falls, it outgrossed the fifth weekend of all those films, but Deadpool. Suicide Squad has surpassed Man of Steel's $291 million domestic gross and $668 million worldwide gross, now sitting at $297.4 million in the U.S. and $672.9 million worldwide. It will cross $300 me here. It will cost $300 million, uh, uh, of course, so that would be uh, by Monday, and probably by now it's already cost $300 million, and should be able to finish off in the $315 to $320 million range. The budget on this was $175 million. Pete's Dragon surged back up to number three in its fourth weekend at $6.5 million, down a mere 13%. Disney's CGI live-action hybrid remake is now sitting at $64.8 domestically and $92.4 million worldwide on a $65 million budget. It will hit $66.7 million by the end. Keep it there. 
by the end of, of, of course, this past Monday, has now targeted and filed a message tally of $80 million or more. With more overseas expansion on the way, will ultimately hit a minor profit for the studio. Also holding exceptionally well was Lockout and Focus Kubo and the Two Strings, down one spot to number four with $6.5 million, off 18%. The stop-motion animation film is showing good legs based off of word of mouth, which with its totals up to $34.3 million in the U.S. and $39.7 million worldwide. It will hit $36.7 million by, at least by, which will be by, by, hopefully by Monday, this past Monday, and should be able to make it to $50 million or more in the States. As it's overseas, well, it's just barely started. It won't have a problem finding a profit on a $60 million budget. Ladies and gentlemen, I do have the pause for just one second. Uh, please enjoy this music while we uh, while I, I take care of this. I'll be right back. Reviews and poor marketing. 
Disney barely got this trailer out in front of audiences expecting the film to get Oscar buzz for the strong cast. Director Derek uh, Sam France was best known for Blue Valentine and the literary and the literary, literary roots. It's based on a best known 2012 novel. But the reviews came in barely on the side of positive with 61% at Rotten Tomatoes. And the film's target demographic, the over 25 crown crowd, paid more attention to reviews than younger crowds. The good news for this film is that it had good word of mouth at B plus and an A minus in the older female demographic. This is important because as many films have shown, if you hook in that demo, they will come out in force and strengthen and strengthen word of mouth. It's expected to land at 6.3 million domestically by, by of course this this past Monday, but we'll still have a problem making it to the blacks with a 20 20 million dollar production budget. The surprise had the summer continue to perform as Bad Moms passed the $100 million mark with $4.7 million for the weekend, down 15% from last weekend. The already comedy now has $102.5 million domestically and $140.2 million worldwide. And by, Monday, and by this past Monday night, it should have been up to $103.9. It's going to finish its run around the $110 to $115 million domestically from a budget of $20 million, making STX Entertainment very, very happy. War Dogs was down a spot to number eight in its third weekend with $4.7 million, all 33% from last weekend, considering the 51% drop last weekend. This is, a, is about expected for the film. The Jonah Hill, Miles Teller star in war comedy is now at $35.2 million domestically and $54.4 million worldwide. It will be at $36.5 million by the end of the day, of course, uh, this, this past Monday. Domestically, it should finish off at around $50 million with a decent and with decent overseas numbers. So far, it should be a small profit based on the $40 million budget. The modern Western crime drama, Hell or High Water, jumped into the top 10 in its fourth weekend at $4.5 million. The film, which stars Chris Pine and Jeff Bridges, has been slowly wrapping up its theater count as it builds on excellent reviews. A stellar 98% on Rotten Tomatoes and great word of mouth. Lionsgate has tallied 14.7 million for the movie and will have 16 million by at least by, I think, this past Monday. Depending on how the studio handles the theater count from here, it could get as high as 25 million or more domestically. The budget was $12 million and the marketing spend was low, but it should be okay. Jason Statham took a fall he couldn't afford with Mechanic Resurrection, down five spots at number 10 with 4.3 million. The action sequel is off 43%, which would be would, would be a five number for the genre if not for the mild start last weekend. The film is now up to 14.4 million domestically. I should make it to 15.4 million by Monday. It will need overseas growth to get anywhere near its 40 million dollar budget.
Apologies, ladies and gentlemen. I have to take care of something one uh, one more time. <clears throat> one film notably landed outside the top ten of sci-fi thriller Morgan died on the vine. The Kate Mara starring top film up and all the way down at number seventeen with a measly two million dollars. That's way way below the mid-high single digits that was expected as of Thursday. The film was almost completely passed over by an unaware audience. Fox had a meager marketing effort on this one, and the reviews 43% on Rotten Tomatoes didn't help any. Nor will word of mouth that the film received as a weak C-plus cinema score that suggested it will play more like a standard horror film than sci-fi. Movie that movie will have totaled 2.4 million by, by this past Monday, and probably won't go much over eight, eight or nine million. Obviously, short of stronger overseas numbers, it will be a money loser even with the minor. $8 million budget. The total weekend tag was $96.9 million, up 7% from last year's $90.6 million three-day week total. Last year's total was led by War Room's $9.5 million second weekend and straight out of Compton's $8.6 million fourth weekend. Next week, we'll, we'll almost see Sully likely take the box office crown. Tom Hanks star in real-life drama is aiming for around $20 million. Also opening are a thriller called When the Bow Breaks, which targets a mid-high-teens number, and the animated kids film The Wildlife, which won't top the single-digit mark. And, of course, as, as they note here on, on, on this on 411 Mania, numbers include Sunday estimates and our three-day estimates. A studio recoups to 55% of the film's grosses on average, meaning it needs to, to approximately double its budget to be profitable during its theatrical run. And here are the box office top ten, of course, with the three-day numbers. Number one, of course, is Don't Breathe, bringing in $15.7 million this weekend with a total of $51.1 million overall. Number two is Suicide Squad, bringing in $10 million this weekend for a total so far of $297.4 million. Number three is Pete's Dragon, uh, bringing in $6.5 million this weekend for a total so far of $64.2 million. Number four is Kubo and the Two Strings, bringing in $6.5 million this weekend, so far bringing in $35.4 34.3 million overall. Number five is Sausage Party, who bringing in 5.3 million. Right now, bringing 88 overall, bringing 88.4 million total. Number six, Delight Between Oceans, bringing in so this weekend, this past weekend, five million dollars, and so far, and that is what it's that's what it is overall. Number seven is Bad Moms, uh, bringing in 4.7 million this weekend. Right now, for a total of 102.5 million dollars overall. Number eight is War Dogs, uh, bringing in, also bringing in $4.7 million. So far, overall, bringing in $35.2 million. Number nine is Hella High Water, bringing in $4.5 million. Overall, bringing $14.7 million. And number 10, Mechanic Resurrection, bringing in $4.3 million this weekend. Overall, bringing in $14.4 million. So there's your box office numbers for for this week. And, uh, <clears throat> and uh, definitely, like you said, uh, check out this. Check out, like I said, this story on, uh, like I said, 411 Mania, uh, um, as well as, of course, our, on our entertainment page, <clears throat> uh, facebook.com, forward slash groups, forward slash WCW US Entertainment. 1 724 444 
Call ID <clears throat> 141-387-POUND. You are listening to WWS Outside the Ropes, our the radio network's entertainment uh, review show. This is Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you. Of course, uh, man, is solo here tonight. Uh, my normal partner, the ice man here, DiGiraldo, uh, could not make it in tonight. But uh, I will be handling it here the best way we possibly can. Uh, and uh, we'll go ahead and continue on here. Uh, one story I wanted to uh, bring to everyone's attention is brought to us here on Labor Day, on uh, on, on Labor Day itself. Uh, also, a quarter full of the mania. Uh, another interesting story here: the top five, top five um, video games from from the mid '80s, from '85 to '89. I would love, like I said, to uh, get everyone's thoughts, and, and of course, we'd love to get your thoughts and opinions about this as well. Uh, this is also coming from, uh, let me see, from Sean Garmer at Four Leather Mania. Uh, Storyline says, hello, everyone. I hope everyone has been a good for all the readers out there. This is the Four Eleven Games Zone Top 5, where Four Eleven writers get to make lists on different topics each week. This week, we return to our on-off series looking at the greatest games in five-year blocks. Of course, as we are looking at the top five games in 1985-1989, this is, of course, using the U.S. release dates only. Uh, of course, coming from, and this is, like I said, uh, uh, hmm. uh, let me see here, yes. And this is coming from uh, Austin Fon Cannon from Reader Voice. Uh, this Top five, number five is Castle Wolfenstein. Of course, the great grandfather of all first-person shooters, and coming along before even the ever-popular Doom, this game helped put the shooter genre on the map and has ushered enough signals to be known by by even modern gamers who could not experience the original escape from the castle. Number four, Street Fighter. Coming near the end of the decade, this is a name that few gamers do not know. It's almost an insult to gamers do not know what Street Fighter is. Without this first title, the fighting genre may not have ever been popular enough to spawn the likes of Mortal Kombat, Dead or Alive, or Tekken. Yes, very, very popular indeed. Number three, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. I would agree with this. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out is a slightly challenging experience that, while aimed at slightly older audiences, has not stopped younger generations from trying this game and testing their limits against the likes of Last Joe, Soda Pabinski, and Mike Tyson himself. Or Mr. Sandman, if you're playing the Wii version where Mike was no longer in contract for the game. So, I I prefer the original myself, of course, playing against Mike Tyson. Number two, of course, my all-time favorite, The Legend of Zelda. Unlike other entries on this list, there are multiple games from the same series released in the 1980s. All of them becoming instant classics. Grab your Master Sword, Dawn Your Green Draft, and Break Those Pots. Because the Legend of Zelda series is an experience that any age can enjoy. And ladies and gentlemen, you can also find a whole bunch of those. Uh, there's a lot of folks on YouTube that actually play, are playing a lot of these older games and all that, bringing it back. And it's, uh, I tell you what, it's, um, it's, 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 it's a game to behold. I will, I will have to tell you that right there. Uh, and number one, obviously, of course, Super Mario Brothers. As I, of course, as this gentleman types this, the theme song is probably already playing in your head. If gaming had a face, Mario would be it. This game was so popular, you could say that without that without Super Mario Brothers, 
The gaming revolution may never have lifted off, and you would have the chance to be right. Even though the princess is in another castle, you should, go, you should go to the next castle. Eager to save the princess and show King Koopa that he stole from the wrong Italian plumber, plumber. it's a me, Mario. So, um, like I said, uh, and uh, this is another list right here from Mark Morrison, who is a Game Zone reviewer and co-host of the Video Games to the Max podcast and writer of the Game Zone 8-Ball. His top five, number five, his top, his top five, sorry, this order number five is Paperboy. Paperboy isn't the deepest game in the world. Most arcade games really aren't, but it is fun and had a good hook. Having to deliver papers, hopefully, in the mailbox while avoiding obstacles and various enemies that threaten you is a pretty novel game, even in today's world. The ultimate goal is to convert all the houses on the street to your paper, which earns you money. Number four is Arachnoid. Arachnoid really is just a refinement of Breakout, but you know what? Breakout was a solid game as well. Arachnoid, I think that's how you pronounce it. Had more had more power ups, better music, more varied stages, and more annoying enemies to deal with. Plus, the boss Doe was very challenging but fun to fight against. There have been a ton of Arkanoid breakout style games over the years, and Arkanoid remains one of his personal favorites. Number number three is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Number two, the arcade game. The arcade version of this was great. I will agree with this. And he say he's probably wrong here, but the, team, the the Ninja Turtles arcade game might be one of the first four-player arcade cabinets that came out. It's sort of the first one I experienced as a kid growing up. This is at the height of the Turtles in mainstream popularity, so the machine was almost always in high demand. Despite being a brutal beat-em-up game that was designed to suck quarters from kids, it's primitive by today's standards, but it evokes a good nostalgia feeling whenever you load it up. I would still agree with this. Number two, uh, of course, he agrees with uh, with his with his uh, um, with, with uh, the last person we talked about. Uh, his his number his number two is also Legend of Zelda. What he mentions here is funny in retrospect how much of the original Zelda formula that Nintendo uses for Zelda Zelda games even now. While the elemental dungeons were introduced in LTTP and really the Solid and Okarna, there are aspects like gaining a heart container after you vanquish a boss. Elements being unexplodable until you get a certain item, silver arrows, upgrading your sword, or even starting you off without a sword until you go find it, etc. The original Zelda game is as playable today as it was back when it was first came out in 1986. And his number one, believe it or not, here is Super Mario Brothers number three. People may be outraged that the original Super Mario Brothers isn't on this list, and that's fine. I love that game, but it didn't really impact me that much. I because I didn't buy a Nintendo Entertainment System new and didn't start with the game. Even comparing the original to Super Mario Bros. 3, though, there is no comparison. Frankly, Super Mario Bros. 3 is a minor miracle on the Nintendo Entertainment System. For the time, with its overworld structure, amount of new suits, drastically different worlds, and physiques and physics of some kind, and new enemies to jump on. Plus, this is the only real Mario game that had Karibo shoe. Uh, Mario Maker does not count, so that means it has to be. So it has to be here at number one automatically. And of course, uh, on this on this story right here, if you want to give your thoughts about the, uh, if you want to give your thoughts and opinions about uh, what your favorite game was from around this genre, please go ahead and log on to the story right here, fourletmania.com. Like you can go through our page in WWS Entertainment Cavalcade, as I mentioned. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Entertainment. 
And let's see what we have. Go ahead. We'll go ahead. Chime in on. Let's see what we have. Chiming in right here on uh, on Facebook here. And we may not have a whole lot here to, tonight, but we'll double check here to see what we have. Uh, we'll let you know there were there will be some baseball games coming up here moment uh, here in a little while here, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, one turn up in five minutes as the Atlanta Braves take on the Washington Nationals. At 8:40, you'll have the San Francisco Giants taking on the Colorado Rockies. At 10:10 10 p.m., you'll have the Arizona Diamondbacks taking on the Dodgers. And at 10 and also at 10:10 10 p.m., you'll have the Texas Rangers taking on the Seattle Mariners. And let's see what is trending right now on Facebook here, folks. Uh, let's see. Chargers running back Danny Woodhead wrote of his long journey uh, from Division Two to the Super Bowl in a letter to himself published in the Players' Tribune. So, as as it's coming courtesy of ESPN.com. Uh, the uh, uh, Daft Puck helmets. It's their first upgrade in years, and holy crap, it looks amazing. There's a video at you, you read letter M dot com. So, uh, you read them dot com. So, uh, take a look at that and uh, see what, see what you, see what things about that. Uh, of course, at dot com, there is uh, it's a trailer for uh, a new game based on the Friday the Thirteenth horror franchise. Uh, shows up all the brutal kills by the main character uh, Jason Voorhees. Um, uh, so you can check that out at GameZone.com. Um, uh, um, the Miss Japan project comes at BBC.com. Uh, Priyanka Yoshikawa was born in Tokyo to an Indian father and Japanese mother. Is crowned Miss Japan 2016, become the, becoming the second mixed race winner in a row. So very, very fat. So very interesting, there, guys. <clears throat> Uh, and I do believe our own King and W and the Ice were talking about this on Revolution last night. This is coming from Washington uh, WashingtonPost.com. Uh, um, apparently, Ann Coulter was making some jokes at the roast that they had for Rob Lowe, and I heard, and we are hearing that they really were that brutal. He means went after the conservative commentator and did not hold back. So apparently, you can check that out at WashingtonPost.com. Uh, uh, next movie here for, uh, of course, rapper turned actor Will Smith, uh, entitled Collateral Beauty, is is out there now. Curse of eonline.com. He stars as a one successful businessman who suffered the loss of his daughter. So definitely, if you're a big Will Smith fan of a lot of his movies, definitely take a look at this trailer. Like I said, it's at eonline.com. Uh, coming out of Eurogamer.net, Sony is announcing PlayStation 4 Pro. Sony has announced the PlayStation 4 Pro machine, the PlayStation Media in 2016. This is also the PlayStation. This is the PlayStation Neo machine that has been rumored for so long. And you can check out more of the story, uh, which came out, like I said, yesterday, courtesy of Eurogamer.net. Net. I'm sorry. Uh, Michael Strahan once again back in the news here. This time, he started his first as a co-host on Good Morning America. The former co-host of Live with uh, with uh, who we co-hosted with, uh, of course Ke- Kelly Ripa after Regis Philbin retired, 
Uh, Michael Strahan began his full-time stint as ABC's at ABC's Good Morning, Morning America this past Tuesday. And you can check out more about this story at businessinsider.com. Uh, oh, my goodness. Okay, and another uh, legendary uh, actress here back, back in the news. Uh, the, star, the, the lady who was, of course, in the 1980s uh, mystery show Murder, she wrote, would be joining the cast of Game of Thrones. According to IGN.com, Angela Lansbury reportedly joins cast for the seventh season of Game of Thrones. And there's more about this story. You can check it out on IGN.com. And uh, right now, uh, Nintendo and Apple are kind of joining forces. Uh, of course, there's a little bit of update here. You can go to Polygon.com for the story. But Super Mario, Super Mario Run is coming to iOS this holiday uh, this, this this holiday season. So uh, we can't wait to watch out for that. Uh, on the political front here, uh, Mark Cuban, of course, who knows, as you know, owns the NBA team Dallas Mavericks, billionaire investor, uh, he says if Trump wins, the market will tank. And he just, and uh, this, this is coming from uh, video.foxbusiness.com. He discusses the speed with Jack Welch, Carl Eakin, and the market's reaction if Donald Trump becomes president. Uh, coming out of NPR.org, uh, Dakota Access Pipeline protest North Dakota turns violent. Private security guards use dogs to try to disperse demonstrators who say the four-state, $3.8 million Dakota Access Pipeline could affect sacred sites and their drinking water. More about the story, like I said, is at NPR.org. Um, a U.S. senator has asked call for Homeland Security to investigate Trump's model agency. I believe Kellen uh, has to do with Barbara Boxer. Uh, she's saying, I am extremely concerned about the claims levied against the Trump model management. And you check out the story at MotherJones.com. Uh, coming out from, gold, from Fortune.com, apparently Goldman Sachs just enacted a rule that will ban senior employees from donating to the Donald Trump campaign. But however, uh, however they're still allowing contributions to Hillary Clinton. So this is kind of interesting here. So you check that out at Fortune.com. Coming out of HuffingtonPost.com, uh, a fed-up congressman has actually brought mosquitoes to Congress. Florida, Florida Republican David Jolly displayed a jar of the bloodsuckers on the House floor with a prompt action on Sika, and it says Paul Ryan kind of just yawned at this whole thing. And there's more about this story at HuffingtonPost.com. Uh, coming out BBC.com, Calais blockade uh, protests the target migrant jungle camp. Demonstrators are, are to blockade Calais and protest in the migrant camp there in a move that set caused severe disruption to travelers. And you can look at this at bbc.com. Uh, and of course, this is coming from uh, Breitbart.com, B-R-E-I-T-B-A-R-T.com. Uh, uh, story coming from former President Bill Clinton. I uh, sort of Robin Hood at the Clinton Foundation. So, uh, so more on this story, you can check it out. Check that out as at b r e i t b a r t 
Breitbart.com. A social conservative figure, Phyllis Shuffley, dies um, um, died uh, died not too long ago here at the age of 92. Um, a pro- prominent anti-feminist and early leader of the social conservative movement, she died Monday at the age of 92 at her home in St. Louis. And more about her about her, about her, her passing at CNN.com. Uh, Starbucks uh, coming from money.cnn.com. Uh, uh, today, uh, Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz has endorsed Hillary Clinton for president. Today. And as we said, more about this story at, CNN, at money.cnn.com. And coming from WFMJ.com, uh, thousands waiting in the heat for hours at the Canfield Fair to see presidential candidate Donald Trump arrive for a short visit to voters. And he was under a, under a heavily guarded uh, heavily guarded escort at this as well. You can check this out, like I said, at WFMJ.com. And this was yesterday, as a matter of fact. Coming from uh, Science and Technology, uh, Coming from 9to5mac.com, this uh, resurfaced uh, Tim, Cook, Tim Cook interview raises wildcard possibility the iPhone 7 could support the Apple Pencil. It's difficult for Apple to keep secrets this close to an iPhone launch. At this point, we probably know most of, most of what there is to know. The May interview did resurface, and of course, you can check out this story at 9to5mac.com. Uh, NASA's Juno spacecraft captured the first stunning views of Jupiter's poles. Uh, it says, faces the sun. So NASA's Juno spacecraft has just returned the first ever images of Jupiter's poles here. Um, pretty interesting there. You can check this out at, let's see, I believe it is, I believe it is iflscience.com. Uh, the, U- the U.S. Navy's first kind of stealthy destroyer is one step close to be act- activation. It says, of course, coming from businessinsider.com, what is seen can be unseen. Of course, it's called the USS Zumwalt. And you can check this out once again, like the story at businessinsider.com. Uh, yes, NASA's, it's coming from yahoo.com, NASA's solar observatory witnesses rare double eclipse. A rare double eclipse was captured by the Space Agency's Solar Observatory. NASA's Solar Observatory recently witnessed a rare double eclipse when both Earth and the Moon passed in front of the Sun. The Solar Dynamics Observatory caught the unusual celestial crossing on on Thursday, September the 1st. And you can check, you can read more about the story at yahoo.com. Very interesting, very fascinating indeed. Uh, of course, we talked about here about the Apple iPhone 7. Uh, of course, he has, has released the next generation of the iPhone at its annual event in San Francisco. Uh, today, as a matter of fact, the iPhone 7 and the iPhone 7 Plus. And, of course, there's more about the story with full specs, key features, and a price in the United Kingdom and also a release date at telegraph.co.uk. This is coming from Bloomberg.com. Inbridge's Spectra bid is Canada's biggest corporate deal. Inbridge's Incorporated is proposed to take over a pipeline rival Spectra Energy Corporation. is just a big deal for the energy sector. 
It's the largest transaction ever for a Canadian company. The $28 million billion stock deal eclipses Thompson's purchase of Reuters Group uh, PLC in 2007, and also a takeover by Suncor of Petro. So, uh, and you can catch more on that story at Bloomberg.com. Uh, in October, uh, Japan will be receiving Apple Pay. Apple has added the the Felice, the the Felice, the F E L I capital C A mobile payment technology developed by Sony to the iPhone 7 and Apple Watch Series 2, so you can offer its mobile payment app in Japan. This is coming from CNET.com if you want to learn more about this. Apple Watch Series 2 announces the emphasis on fitness. This is coming from RunnersWorld.com, along with other upgrades like GPS. A special edition Apple Watch Nike model was also announced as well. And you can check this out, like I said, at runnersworld.com. Uh, this is coming from timesofindia.indiatimes.com. Uh, Apple asked Foxconn to explore making iPhones in India. When Cook was here, government raised the issue of making in India. It is after that app that the Apple started thinking of doing something in India, which is long term. And there's more story about more more about the story at timesofindia.indiatimes.com. And going to the um, going to the sports world right here. This is coming from DailyMail.co.uk. Uh, newspaper market claims Jose Mourinho arrived late as a speech being delivered by one of his old Trafford predecessors, Sir Alex Ferguson. He tried to sit in the seat next to Arsene Winger. You can check this out at dailymail.co.uk. This is coming from www.tsn.ca. Sidney Crosby and Nathan McKinnon teamed up to do a massive Tim's run. Uh, This is is coming from, uh, like I said, something from Bars Down. Uh, you can check this out at www.tsn.ca. Uh, this comes from foxsports.com. Uh, LeBron James sings birthday wishes to his teammate Kevin Love. <laughs> uh, he serenades Kevin Love's birthday here today. You can check that out at foxsports.com. At totalprosports.com, this story has appeared. Tampa Bay Bucks quarterback Jameis Winston's halftime speech to Florida State University. Uh, and, of course, uh, you can check this out at TotalProSports.com. Uh, this comes from BusinessInsider.com. Andy Murray fell apart at the U.S. Open after a bizarre gong sound interrupted the play. Andy Murray would lose seven straight games after the bizarre incident, which is Quite interesting there, guys. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, uh, this comes from uh, Major League Soccer, MLSsoccer.com. MLSsoccer.com, Susanna Collins talks with Alexi Lajas after the U.S. national team's comprehensive 4 win over Trinidad and Tobago in Jacksonville, Florida. And you can check this out at MLSsoccer.com. Uh, this is also coming from FoxSports.com. John Tortorella says he'll bench any American players that protest the national anthem. The Team USA coach doesn't want any players protesting at the World Cup of Hockey. And this is at 
foxsports.com. Uh, this is coming from web.yesnetwork.com. Brett Gardner makes a leaping catch against the left field wall to get the final out of the game to seal the Yankees' victory. And you can check this out at web.yesnetwork.com. This is coming from sharks.nhl.com. Uh, Joe Pavlitsky named captain of the U.S. World Cup of Hockey team. He was named captain of Team USA for the World Cup of Hockey 2016 with Patrick Kane and Ryan Suter tabbed as alternate captains. And you can check this out at sharks.nhl.com. Uh, from an, more, some more from the entertainment front right here. Uh, Daniel Craig has reportedly been offered <clears throat> um, 100, $150 million, uh, I believe, pounds to, re- to return for two more James Bond films. Film bosses are primarily keen to secure the actor for two more outings. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with this. If you want to read more about the story, you can check it out at uk.businessinsider.com. Uh, of course, talking about the show, The Walking Dead, courtesy of amc.com. Things have changed. Of course, I'll miss the season seven premiere of The Walking Dead on Sunday, October 23rd, uh, eight days before uh, Halloween at 9, 8 central on AMC. You check it out on amc.com. Courtesy, once again, gamespot.com, another video game here, new PS4 Pro Mass Effect Andromeda gameplay, and a new trailer tease for November. And new gameplay footage of BioWare's Mass Effect and Drama finally released. You can check this out at GameSpot.com. Another Batman game out there, Batman Return to Arkham, gets official release date and side-by-side comparison on PS4. Before Batman Return to Arkham could make its release, the game was delayed, was was actually delayed for for a reason. You can check this out here at GameZone.com for the full story. Greta Van Susteren is leaving Fox News. Uh, Britt Hume is tapped as replacement through the election. Greta Van Susteren, who has been hosting a top-rate eating program in Fox News for 14 years, is leaving the network. Uh, and, of course, there's more on the story at foxnews.com. And one more quick story here, folks, before we, uh, before we call it a night. Uh, Underworld Blood Wars trailer has been released. Sony has dropped the premiere trailer for Underworld Blood Wars which will feature a return of, of sorts. And you can check this out as well at comicbook.com for more stories about that. Uh, of course, I'm also going to talk to Tom. This is a movie coming out here pretty soon for that. So you can check that out at comicbook.com. Uh, before we go, ladies and gentlemen, we want, I want to encourage you, of course, to uh, keep, it, uh, keep it tuned in on the WCBS Radio Network as, of course, here at uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds will be bringing you, once again, WWS Wrestling Debate as a debate about another topic in professional wrestling history. And then, of course, join me once again. I will be returning at 9 o'clock for, of course, uh, episode 214, I do believe it is, yes, of WWS <clears throat> Revolution, where, of course, uh, we will have our wrestling news and views of the day, as well as, of course, uh, our wrestling uh, history and birthdays, of course, plus a, a, a review of last night's SmackDown, Smackdown taping. Uh, and also, of course, uh, 
some general wrestling talk, and of course, who knows if he uh, he will wrestle next week may pop away. So join us, like I said, once again for wrestling debates with King and W.O. and the Black Widow uh, coming up at, coming up in about uh, 40 minutes. Uh, call ID one three nine nine two six pound, and of course check out when I return to Revolu- return on Revolution from uh, nine to eleven, which will be call ID to match your six numbers one three eight zero five five pound. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we want to thank you for joining us here tonight for this edition of WWS Outside the Ropes. I, of course, once again, me and Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw. Uh, of course, you can always catch catch us right here every Wednesday night from uh, 6.30 to 7.30 right here on TalkShoot.com. Of course, our call ID here is 141-387-POUND. Phone number for this and all of our shows in the WWS Radio Network is 1-724-444-7444. <clears throat> Uh, of course, uh, Outside the Ropes is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, where we're one year older and continue to be bolder. Uh, the WWS Radio Network continues to be your wrestling and entertainment connection. So, gang, take care. We will see you in the ring and also on the red carpet for what's next week. Also, keep in mind, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, like I said, uh, in about 40 minutes, uh, like the wrestling debate, 139926, and then, of course, Revolution, which will be 138. 055 pound. Take care. See you in the ring and also on the red carpet. And and good movie hunting, everyone. Take care and God bless. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.